Hello everybody, welcome back to the JoeCast. I'm your host, Joe Quesada, and, um, well, in today's episode, hold on, let me see, this is, yes, this is the right microphone, I am synced up, I'm locked in. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about the men in black for the poll, well, some of you, the three people, or four people, no, yeah, three people that voted, um, 66% of the vote, so two out of three of these votes went to the men in black which is a, yeah, three votes, uh, Men in Black, only one vote for the Flatwoods Monster, which I would, I wanted to do the Flatwoods Monster, but the dude who wanted to do Flatwoods, I'm there with you, um, yeah, I wish I could do it, but the people, we're in a democracy here, the people wanted the Men in Black, so, um, I would say we did get some responses to the last episode on the Q&A, I just, uh, I did the basic, what do you think about this episode, and, um, four people, um, Sam Wagerman from Zebby. He wanted me to shout his, his brother out, but I believe I just said Zebby and Zebby's brother. Brian Carr said it's a freaking, it's freaking amazing. I love this show. Gage, I'm gonna say this wrong. Huyox, Huyak, Huyox, Huyox. I'm gonna say it. Great, keep up the good work. And uh, Ethan Penn Berthy said, love this man. So um, thank God for these boys. Uh, thanks for sticking in. I don't know how long people listen to the episode. I'm actually going to check that right now. But do we do, we do have a story, which was uh, written by my um, um, my robot assistant, uh, whose name is ChatGTP. So that, that says a lot about uh, my effort. But um, it's this episode is pretty much going to be the same as the last one. I'm just going to be reading off all these notes and um, the what and the such, you know. So we have a story here about overcoming hardships. I wrote the, or I had, I had my robot assistant write this a few days ago. Here it is. Jack had always dreamed. Oh, it's called a musician's tale, I think. Jack had always dreamed of becoming a musician. Ever since he was a child, he had a passion for music and spent hours playing his guitar. But when he was ten years old, he was diagnosed with a rare bone disease that affected his legs. He spent months in the hospital undergoing surgeries and treatments that left him in a wheelchair. This is a side note here. I have I did not pre-read this story, so I, I am reading, I am hearing this for the first time, as are you, uh, audience member. Jack's life changed dramatically after di- the diagnosis. He had to adjust to a new reality, one that involved daily physical therapy and doctor visits and a limited range of motion. Ooh. He struggled with depression and anxiety feeling like he had lost a part of himself. He had to learn how to navigate a world that was not built for people with disabilities, facing obstacles and discrimination. Despite the changes, Jack refused to give up on his dream of becoming a musician. He started to experiment with different different instruments, finding new ways to express himself through music. He taught himself how to play the piano, the harmonica, and the ukulele, and he even started to compose his own songs. So, uh, side note here. So, he was playing guitar, and he was in a wheelchair. You're telling me he can't play guitar in a wheelchair? It's already easier. You're sitting down already. It's not like you're permanently standing. But uh, I digress. That's my two sons. Um, Jack's talent and passion for music were evident to everyone who knew him. He played at local events and talent shows, where he won several awards and recognition. He was even invited to play at a charity event for children with disabilities, which would be his biggest performance yet. Jack spent months preparing for the charity event, practicing his songs and working on his stage presence. He wanted to make a powerful statement, not only to those of his own talent, 
but also to potential people with disabilities. He wanted to show the audience that disability did not define him, that he could still pursue his passion and dream despite his limitations. On the day of the event, Jack arrived at the venue, feeling nervous but determined. He met with the other performers and volunteers, who were impressed by his skills and enthusiasm. He was the only performer with a disability, and isn't that ironic? The, it's a disability fundraiser, and he's the only one who's actually with a disability. I digress. Which made him stand out even more. As the event started, Jack was called on stage to perform. He wheeled himself to the center of the stage, facing the audience. He took a deep breath and started to play his guitar. The notes flowed smoothly and melodiously. Medley, medley, melodiously, filling the room with warmth and harmony. Jack closed his eyes and immersed himself in the music, forgetting his crutches and his disability. He played several songs, including some of his own compositions, which he had never performed in public before. The audience was memorized by Jack's performance. They were moved by his talent and his passion for music. They saw a young man who, who overcame many obstacles and challenges in his life. Sorry, I picked my nose and I said that, so it sounded a little weird. And had emerged stronger and even more resistant, resilient. They saw the role model who inspired them to pursue their dreams and never give up on themselves. After the performance, Jack received a standing ovation from the audience. He felt overwhelmed by the support and the encouragement he has received. He realized that he had found a new purpose in life one that went beyond his own aspirations and goals. He had the power to touch people's hearts and souls through his music and his story. How much more of this do I have? Jeez. Um, oh my goodness, did I just lose my spot in this goofy story? Hold on. Oh, the experience at the charity event gave Jack a new sense of confidence and motivation. He continued to pursue his music career, playing at local venues and recording his own songs. He became an advocate for people with disabilities, speaking at conferences and events, and sharing his story with others. He wanted to show the world that people with disabilities could be as successful and talented as him, that they deserve the same opportunities and respect as anyone else. Jack's journey was not without its challenges and setbacks. He faced discrimination and prejudice for some people who doubted his abilities or underestimated his potential. He also struggled with his own doubts and fears, wondering if he was good enough or he could ever achieve his goals. But he never gave up. He always found the strength and resilience to keep going and to keep pursuing his dreams. One day, Jack received an invitation to an oh, excuse me. Jack received an invitation to audition for a record label. It was a major opportunity, one that can launch his music career to the next level. Jack felt excited, but also nervous. He had never auditioned for anything this big before. On the day of the audition, Jack arrived at the studio, accompanied by his manager and friend, Emma. Emma had been a great support system for Jack, helping him navigate the music industry and advocating for his needs as a person with a disability. Jack performed several of his original songs, pouring his heart and soul into the music. The judges were impressed by his talent and his story. They invited him to sign a contract with a record label. He sold his soul to the devil. Jack couldn't believe it. He finally achieved his dream of becoming a professional musician. He felt grateful for all the people who supported him along the way. 
who had believed in him and who had encouraged him never to give up. Jack's music career took off, and he became popular and respected. He became a popular and respected artist. He toured around the world playing the sold-out concerts and festivals. He continued to be an advocate for people with disabilities, using his platform to raise awareness and promote inclusion. Jack's journey was a testament to the power and perseverance of passion. He had overcame many hardships and challenges, but he had never let them define him or limit his potential. He had always believed in himself and his abilities, and he had worked hard to make his dreams a reality. Jack looked back at his life. He felt grateful for the experiences that had shaped him into the person he was today. He realized that every obstacle and setback had taught him valuable lessons and made him stronger and more resilient. He felt proud of who he is and what he had accomplished, and he knew that his journey was far from over. Jack continued to write and perform music. Let me, I'm moving my audacity window here, sorry. Who saw him, excuse me. Jack continued to write and perform music, always pushing himself to be better and to reach new heights. He knew that there would be more challenges and setbacks along the way, but he was ready to face them with courage and determination. Jack's story inspired many people around the globe who saw him, a, who saw him as a role model and a source of hope. He showed them that anything was possible as long as you believed in yourself and never gave up on your dreams. And for that, he would always be remembered as a true musician, a true fighter, and a true inspiration. Years went by, and Jack's music continued to touch people's hearts and inspire them. He had become a well-respected musician, but he never forgot his roots and where he came from. He continued to use his platform to raise awareness for disabilities and promote inclusion. One day, Jack received a call from his old school, inviting him to perform at their annual talent show. Jack was hesitant at first. He had not been back to the school since he had left, and he wasn't sure if he was ready to face the memories and emotions that uh, came with it. But after that reflection, Jack realized that this could be a great opportunity to give some, give some back to the community that had supported him during his toughest time. He accepted it, and he started preparing for the performance. On the day of the talent show, Jack arrived at the school feeling a mix of nervousness and excitement. As he walked through the halls, he felt a rush of memories flooding back to him. The classroom, the cafeteria, the playground, he saw some of his old teachers who hugged him warmly and congratulated him on his success. When it was time for his performance, Jack took to the stage and played one of his most beloved songs. The audience, made up of students, parents, teachers, erupted into the applause. Jack felt a surge of emotion as he looked out at the faces of the people who had supported him when he was just starting out. After the performance, Jack received a standing ovation. You know, for the people in the audience that don't know this. This is when you stand and clap. Oh, I'm sorry. He, and he felt overwhelmed by the outpouring of love and support. He gave a heartfelt speech thanking the school and the community for all they have done for him. And encouraging students to follow their dreams no matter the obstacles they may face. Jack left the school that day. He felt a sense of closure and gratitude. He realized that he had come full circle from a boy with a dream to a successful musician who had overcome many obstacles to a role model and inspiration for others. Jack knew, <coughs> Jack knew there would always be challenges and hardships in his life, but he also knew that he had the strength and resilience to overcome them. He felt grateful for his journey and the people who had been a part of it. He knew that he's me. Excuse me, sneeze. Okay, he knew that his music would continue to inspire and touch people's hearts for many years to come. So that that is the story um, that my robot assistant wrote. I, I believe I, I asked it to make like a one and a half thousand words. Let me, let me double check if 
if it can actually do its freaking job, right? Hold on, word count. Yes, it was actually over. So it was 1,022. And then in my script, I did this first talk about show stats, but I wanted to get those people who commented out of the way. But I, I am going to mention here. Uh, we're still looking at a majority Pennsylvania. So a quarter of the things in Pennsylvania being Waynesboro. And then Hagerstown, close second. So really, I'm a, I'm a Waynesboro, Hagerstown type guy. Chambersburg's not a fan. Uh, Virginia, uh, I'm the, it's the tri-state area plus all these. Uh, I pretty much have all the 50 states at this point in Germany. Those guys in Hesse must like me in the North Rhine, West Philadelphia. But we do have um, Amazon Music is a two. Per so because we're now finally in Amazon Music, I can actually it's giving me the stats for that. So two percent of my listeners are on Amazon Music now. But we're still looking at a majority Spotify at fifty. And uh, sorry, sixty percent. Then Apple, then the web browser, and then Amazon Music. But I'm I am gonna speaking of the devil, I am gonna check the Amazon. I'm curious about the Amazon music stuff. Before we get into the stuff, sign in with my Amazon ID. I don't even know what my freaking password is. I'm just going to guess and check here. Um, am I right? Bingo, I'm right. No way. Okay. Oh, shoot. I just updated the wrong freaking password. Um, okay. It looks like I've had in the last, I guess, was it seven days? Well, okay. We're going to do the last 14 days, of course. Oh, okay. Last 90 days, of course. We, we have only have two listeners, two streams, whatever. And that's too bad. But now I'm going to have to freaking update that thing on... Uh, I don't even know how you do this. Passwords, I guess. You guys are going to be hearing me update my Google things. Password manager. I don't care about these comprised passwords. How do I... Two, one, two... I don't even know what my freaking... One, two, three, four, maybe? That is it. Um, what is the password here? Um, we're gonna have to edit that to uh, my the actual password. But as we start that, I need to talk to you guys about the Men in Black. So, the Men in Black. Who are the Men in Black? What What are the Men in Black? What did the Men in Black do? Let me tell you. So the Men in Black are a mysterious group of individuals who have been linked to various conspiracy theories and paranormal events. However, their origins are not entirely clear and the concept of the MIB has evolved over time. In this section, we will explore the history of the Men in Black and their origins of popular culture. Here we go, 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 here we go. 1.1, I, I had chatty to be helping with this clearly. In 1.1, early references to the Men in Black. The concept of the Men in Black can be traced back to early references in popular culture. For example, the comic book character of the same name was created by Lionel Cunningham in 1990 and later adapted into a movie franchise, which you know as M.I.B. So, earlier references to the Men in Black can be found in other media, such as the 50s and 60s television show, The Twilight Zone, great show, and the 1961 film, The Day the Earth Stood Still. 1.2. Government Involvement some conspiracy theories suggest that the Men in Black are actually government agents tasked with covering up evidence of extraterrestrial life or other paranormal events. Now, this theory gained popularity after the UFO uh, incident in Roswell in 1947, when some witnesses had claimed to be visited by Men in Black suits. Now, the government... The government don't want you to know this. Government involvement with the MIB mythos has been explored in various movies and TV shows. 0.3 Evolution of the MIB concept. The concept of the MIB has evolved over time, with different deceptions in various forms and media. 
For example, the 1997 film The Men in Black. The MIB are portrayed as a secret organization tasked with monitoring alien activity on Earth. In contrast, the MIB in the comic book series are a more sinister and enigmatic figures who often intimidate or even attack witnesses to their activities. 1.4 Folklore and Mythology The concept of the Men in Black can be linked to folklore and mythology in various cultures throughout history. For example, the concept of black men or dark visitors can be found in African American folklore, and similar figures have been detected in other cultures as well. These mythologies may have been influenced by the modern concept of the MIB and their mysterious, otherworldly nature. So, this pretty much has told us, the origins of the Man in Black are shrouded in mystery and mythology, making it difficult to pin down a real definitive answer of where these guys came from, and if they're even real. However, exploring to the history of the Men in Black, we can provide some insight into our society's fascination with the unknown and our desire to explain the unexplainable. Now, how I see this, with the uh, even the African Americans, they saw very similar things. With the, when I think of African American and um, Dark Visitor, I immediately think of Robert Johnson, which I'm actually going to add that. I'm definitely going to be adding Robert Johnson, because I know he's not a cryptid, but I still want to talk about him. He, he'll be on the list after we get done some of these cryptids. Or, no, I'll put Robert Johnson in the uh, in the poll for this. Um, so in case anyone wants to vote for Robert Johnson, uh, go ahead, because he's going to be in the thing. Robert Johnson was a blues player. I'll give you some... In, uh, I'm just reading an official here, so I get it right. But he was a... He was an American... He was an African-American musician. He was a blues singer. Um... He sold his soul to the devil to be the best of blues. He was 27. He's part of the 27 Club. That is what you guys need to know about um, Robert Johnson. He went to the crossroads and he sold his soul. He was a Delta Blues man. He was real good. Actually, I, I would like, kind of like to do with Robert Johnson. His fingers were long. Oh my god. But back to the Men in Black. So, these are the characteristics and behavior of the Men in Black. The Men in Black are mysterious. Okay, already this already was freaking said. Um, the Men in Black are often described as wearing black suits, sunglasses, and fedoras. And the other, one of the ones, I've, I've actually never heard the fedora thing before. I usually hear that they're bald. They are said to be tall, thin, and pale with dark hair. Witnesses have reported feeling uneasy or intimidated by their presence, with some describing them as emotionless or robotic in their behavior. Um, the MIB are also known for their strange behavior and actions, which also which often involve intimidation or threats towards witnesses who have reported paranormal activity. Witnesses have reported MIB showing up unannounced, often in the middle of the night, and displaying knowledge about their personal lives or details about their sightings. So they'll be like, so, um, I'll, I guess I'll do my best monotone. Um, uh, I, I, you have seen a UFO at this night. You did not tell anyone about it, but we still know. Forget about it, please. Stop. Just forget about it. That's my best MIB. That's pretty much it. It won't be as comedic as that, but it'll be like on the night on uh, April twentieth, nineteen forty-two. Uh, is that the freaking year Hitler died? Why did I even hold on? That was a complete nineteen forty-five. Whoops. Uh, okay. On April twentieth, nineteen seventy-three, you saw a UFO flying across the sky at. 12.03 midnight. Forget about it. We know all about it. It was nothing. It was absolutely nothing. Forget. Stop. 
That that's that's the best I can do. Now, some witnesses have reported feeling hypnotized or unable to resist the commands of the Men in Black. These reports suggest that the Men in Black may have some form of hypnotic ability, which they use to manipulate witnesses into forgetting or changing their stories about paranormal events. Um, one of the most prominent conspiracy theories about the Men in Black is their involvement in the government cover-ups of extraterrestrial life or paranormal events. Witnesses have reported reported being threatened by men in blacks to keep them quiet about their experiences or face dire consequences now speaking of the idea of the aliens and stuff so um uh, alex jones said this once on his show that hollywood will make movies based off these conspiracies so when you look them up on google and stuff like it just comes up as, as the movie and not the actual stuff I, I do believe in that i do believe this is a scenario where like the government had had paid off Hollywood to do this, but that that's just my two cents. I'm probably going to be visited tonight by a man in black told me to do not upload this episode or there will be very dire consequences. So if this one doesn't come out, you'll know why. Um, now, there's uh, a few uh, explanations for the men in black acting like this because they're just so strange. Um, they're being tasked with coming up paranormal events or the memories of a secret society like the Freemasons or the Illuminati. Or just some random ass organization like the freaking Rotary Club. Yeah, these guys are just a Rotary Club. Or extraterrestrial beings themselves being shapeshifters or skinwalkers. However, there's little concrete evidence to support any of these explanations. So these guys are a fascinating group of people who have, well, captured the imagination of thousands. And their true nature is still unknown because we just can't really, you know, we can't get a grip on them. I do believe there is video of Men in Black. There is, like, um, hotel footage. I I'll put that on the um, thumbnail. Actually, no, I don't care. I'm just I'm keeping the thumbnail right. It looks comedic. And, it, you know, it really sums up why we fascinate over souls or people. Because they're just strange. Um, in popular culture, we already know how these guys work in popular culture. Um, the Men in Black movie franchise starring Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones is one of the most iconic depictions of the Men in Black in popular culture. Movies portray the Men in Black as a secret government, oh, excuse me, a secret government organization tasked with monitoring and regulating. Excuse me. And uh, oh, I just lost myself. I got a text message. And monitoring extraterrestrial activity on Earth. The franchise has been wildly successful, grossing over 1.6 billion worldwide and spanning a spin-off and animated TV series. The X-Files is a popular TV show that explores paranormal phenomenon, including encounters of the Men in Black. In the show, the Men in Black are portrayed as mysterious and dangerous government agents with, with covering up evidence of extraterrestrial life. X-Files is a great show, you guys should check that out. Um, conspiracy theories about the Men in Black. They are a very prominent feature in uh, conspiracy theories. Um, you know, some people believe they're part of like the Freemasons, Illuminati, or government agents tasked with covering up extraterrestrial life, which has been said a thousand times on the show already. And other believes, and other believes, other belief, uh, excuse me, others believe that they are themselves aliens. In literature, we have the comic book Men in Black by Lowell Cunningham. In the comic book series. Um, popular culture, well, they made a movie and it, they have become synonymous with government cover ups and, and such and such. Now, there has been some real life encounters, obviously, or we would not be talking about this right now. Um, a guy named Albert K. Bender was like one of the earliest accounts. He, he has one of the earliest accounts of encounters of the men in black. 
He was a UFOlogist who had claimed to see multiple, who had had multiple encounters with the Men in Black in the 50s. Bender, who's the robot on um, Futurama, accounts described a Men in Black as strange, dark-suited figures who would appear in his home and intimidate him to stop, to stop his research on the UFOs. Dr. Herbert Hopkins, who's a well-known UFO researcher, claimed to have had a terrifying encounter in a Men in Black in the 70s. According to Hopkins, he was visited by a strange pale man who warned him to stop his research on UFOs. The man then disappeared before Hopkins' eyes, leaving him shaken and frightened. That honestly gives me chills. I'm thinking right now, so I'm just going to pee. I'm like actually getting chills right now. From, so, but here, here's a comedian. Dan frickin' Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd, the, the Ghostbuster, was a famous actor and a comedian who was also claimed to have had an encounter with the men in black. Aykroyd is a well-known UFO enthusiast who also, like, tried to sell the Crystal Skull, like, a Crystal Skull, like, wine or vodka or whatever. He claims he'd been visited by the Men in Black when he was working on a script for a movie about, par about the paranormal. According to Aykroyd, it was probably Ghostbusters. According to Aykroyd, the Men in Black appeared in his hotel room and warned him not to pursue his interest in UFOs. Oh, the Harbinger of Doom? The har harbinger Harbingers of Doom. There are also reports of the Men in Black appearing before natural disasters or other cat catastrophic events, much much as Mothman. So maybe 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 the Men in Black and Mothman are the same. Some people believe that Men in Black are harbingers of doom, warning the people of impending danger. For example, there are reports of Men in Black appearing in the dazzling Fukushima disaster in Japan, 2011. Um. Now, some of these encounters are often described as unnerving and mysterious. There may be many different explanations for what these encounters might mean. Some people believe that the Men in Black grow in ancient. Kind of, oh my god, I've already got freaking ChatGPT. Okay, I'm going to be honest. I use ChatGPT a lot to write these like notes and stuff. Let me tell you, ChatGPT freaking repeats itself too damn much. Oh my goodness. It, it is a freaking broken record half the time. But I, I can't complain. I mean, you get what you pay for. It, I'm using a free service to make scripts for a show. Okay. So I probably shouldn't even complain. I sound like an idiot right now. Um, topic five, which is essentially the um, exact same as topic three, which I'm just going to I'm, I'm skipping over this one, and it went from five to eight. Okay, debunking the Men in Black myths. The Men in Black have been a subject for countless myths, legends, and rumors. In this section, we'll explore some of the most common myths about the Men in Black and attempt to separate fact from fiction. I did not write that. That was ChatGTP. The Men in Black are extraterrestrial beings. This is the first myth. Okay, let's see what ChatGTB has to say. Then I'm going to give you guys my real stance, the the real deal. Okay, what the, what the what the human thinks, not not the robot. One of the most persuasive persuasive myths about the Men in Black is they're actually extraterrestrial beings disguised in human form. While this idea has been popularized in movies and TV shows, there is no evidence to support it. In fact, most reports and sightings of the Men in Black describe him as just being a human, a beat with unusual or unsettling characteristics. Yeah, to be fair, I don't think I've ever really heard the the alien thing, but I I do I, the Men in Black. What I believe about the Men in Black is that they are, um, like just like a like a Slenderman type character, without like not having a face, but with a face and could talk, and doesn't like rip you to shreds or like get you to kill your best friend in the forest. Real story. Um, I did not do that. That was um in the news. I believe it was in 2015, 2014. These two girls like stabbed her friend to death in the in the forest. Well, down to death, she was she was seen climbing her way out of the woods off the side of the road, because these two girls thought if they killed her friend, they're gonna go to Slenderman's mansion. Real story. 
I after that I, I had lost hope for humanity then. Myth eight point two. Men in Black are a government conspiracy. Another popular myth about the Men in Black is that they are a part of the government conspiracy to cover up evidence of extraterrestrial life. While it's true that there have been reports of government agents attempting to silence UFO sightings, there's no evidence to suggest that Men in Black are specifically part of this effort. Well, you know, the government is pretty secretive, and they do keep a lot of secrets from us, so we just don't know, okay? Listen up, robot. I, I, I need to stop trash-talking this robot, or I'm going to probably be killed by the AI when the AI takes over. It's all fun games with the AI discovers exponential, transcendental functions, and, um... And increases exponentially from 2 to 4 to 2, 4, 8, 16, 32, 64, 128, 256, 1,024. You do that 50 times, you have like 1.5 E50, okay? This is not fun in games. So, next one. The Men in Black are a secret society. Some people believe that the Men in Black are part of a secret society of ties to the Illuminati or other short shadowy organizations. And there's no evidence to support this. But, it okay, it's a secret society. It is a secret frickin' society. What, what do you expect? I, I just dropped my phone. It's a secret society. No, there's not going to be any visible ties to these um, places. What are you, frickin' crazy? They're going to hide that, so I'm, I'm skipping that one. Um, 8.4, the Men in Black have paranormal abilities. Now, so some reports of these men in black described them as having paranormal abilities, such as the ability to erase memories or control minds. However, there's no evidence to support these claims. Well, I mean, it, 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 okay, okay. So if they erase memories, how do we know they erase memories? If people... Okay, so if they can erase memories, how can these people even remember meaning the men in black if they erase the memories? That's just stupid. I'm, I'm skipping that myth. That myth's stupid. It's obviously not true. The men in black are always ominous and threatening. Um, okay, some witnesses have described the men in black as being polite or helpful. Um, I've never heard that once. That must be like some guy high on crack. Or marijuana or psychedelics. While the men in black are often portrayed as ominous and threatening in popular culture, not all reports of encounters of them. Maybe it was like a freaking businessman met you, okay? Maybe it was a businessman. Maybe you didn't see a men in black, you just saw like an odd-looking business guy. Skipping that one, it's stupid. The Men in Black, here, I'm not reading the conclusion, it's stupid. The Legacy of the Men in Black. Okay, this one I have not seen before. So, pop culture depictions. We've already seen that, I'm not talking about pop culture again. Impact on UFO research, okay. Men in Black have been a fixture in the world of UFO research since the earliest reports of their existence. While their role in this field is often debated, there is no denying that they have a significant impact on the way we study and understand UFO sightings. We will discuss the ways. Oh, why didn't it like it just like stopped it? We will discuss the ways in which the men in black have influenced use of research and they have shaped our understanding of phenomenon. It just kind of says that. It doesn't like tell me how. So the psychological offense, the psych. Oh, excuse me. The psychological effects on the on the victims, the witnesses. So encounters with the men in black can be deeply unsettling and have been known to have everlasting psychological effects on witnesses. To be fair, some of these guys are already crazy. So um. Some researchers have suggested that men in black may be a manifestation of our collective fears and anxieties surrounding the unknown and unexplainable. We will discuss the psych. It does not actually discuss the psychological and pinpack encounters. It doesn't actually do this. It just, it just every at the end of everything. Does it say this in all of them? No, it doesn't. Okay. So the last sentence in all of these, because I guess ChatGTP was having a breakdown 
Um, it was, it's, it's like, it just tells you what we're going to do, but it doesn't actually do it. So, here's one. Okay, so, like, six of my things were the exact same. So, I had, I, I had, I had ChatGDP go into extreme detail for me. I said, please go into extreme detail. And it didn't even actually give me that extreme detail, because I guess extreme must be subjective. But it knows me. I talked to it well enough. I think it knows how I, how I, how I operate. Um, you know... When I when I think when I think of um some conspiracy, I'm gonna get my I'm gonna get my favorite one. I think the one where the guy, the men in black, the man, he showed the guy a penny. The penny floated and it like just materialized in thin air. That's my favorite one. But let's get into the actual stuff here. So minute, okay, we've already done the government secrets. We already done the conspiracies. We've already done the future. Okay, despite their, the future of the Men in Black, despite their elusive nature, Men in Black continue to fascinate people around the world. We continue to explore. Okay, enough of this. We continue bullshit. You do not continue. Okay. Men in Black and government secrets. Oh, yes. These ones got some good ones. So the Roswell incident. This is when a UFO crashed in, crashed in Roswell and New Mexico. The government claimed it was a weather balloon, which is, I believe, um, the internet historian actually found out it was a uh, weather balloon. Ironic that the internet historian found something that happened far before the internet. Now, the men in black reportedly showed up to silence witnesses and suppress information about the incident. I'm actually going to add Roswell Roswell to the um, real list there. Classified military operations. The men in black have also been associated with classified military operations. Some theories suggest that the men in black are a part of a shadowy organization that conducts over covert operations and experiments of unsuspecting citizens. And the extraterrestrial life. The men in black have been associated with extraterrestrial life, and many people believe that their task of keeping the existence of aliens a secret. Well, they are not doing a very good job. We will continue to explore. Oh, oh my, enough of this. We will continue bullshit. You never actually continue. Conspiracies. Okay, so some some people, some theories suggest that the men in black are involved in mind control experiments. They use advanced technology to control people's thoughts and actions. And they may be involved in creating Manchurian candidates. People who are... What is a Manchurian candidate? I have... It says people who are brainwashed to carry out specific tasks. I've never heard of this term. A Manchurian candidate. This is a 2004... Okay. Okay. Um. Wow. So apparently it's real. Okay. It was about these. It was about this guy who got brainwashed to do stuff with the government. That that's pretty um common. Um, extraterrestrial cover-ups. Many people believe that the men in black are involved in covering up the existence of extraterrestrial life. They reportedly silence when eyewitnesses and confiscate evidence and intimidate anyone who, like, goes against this. They'll be like, hey, uh, dudes, I think you need to, like, uh, shut up now. And, uh, dude, um, watch this penny disappear. And, dude... One more thing, bro. I'm getting on my uh, alien spaceship. I'm going to probe you, bro. Uh, let's, let's see you, I guess. Okay, uh, we're going to skip that one. Uh, secret societies. Some theories suggest that the men in black are part of a larger network of secret societies. I guess they're like the connecting force between the Freemasons, the Illuminati, and the Bilderberg group. I don't know. And, uh, honestly, this, this, this the men in black... I, 
this is somehow longer than the uh, Jersey Devil episode because I had that really long story in the beginning about overcoming hardships, which is not really meant for me. It's meant for a, a friend, a very close friend, a beautiful friend. That's all I could say about that one. Despite their elusive nature, the Men in Black continue to fascinate people around the world. We will continue to explore the potential future of the Men in Black, including national security. The Men in Black have been long associated with national security and the protection of state secrets. We will examine the role. Oh, I didn't do that good with that new Pentagon leak. <laughs> we will examine the role that the Men in Black play in the future of secret operations, including the use of advanced technology and cyber cyber security measures. Technological advancements. The Men in Black are often depicted as using advanced technology to carry out their operations. We will explore the potential future of this technology, including the use of drones, AI, and other emerging technologies. The evolving landscape of the conspiracy theories. As society changes and new technologies emerge, conspiracy theories and the paranormal will continue to evolve. It never actually examines what happens, so I'm not going to read it. In conclusion, the men in black have become synonymous with government secrets, conspiracies, and the unknown. The UFO... Why is there, t like, four inconclusions in this big conclusion thing? ChatGDP must have been losing its mind because I was asking it so many questions. So, UFOs and extraterrestrial life is complex and fascinating. It's a fascinating subject that has captured the imagination of many people for decades, despite the many claims and sightings of encounters. The scientific community remains skeptical about the existence of extraterrestrial life, citing a lack of conclusive evidence. However... A recent de <coughs> the recent declassification government documents read the UFO sightings and ongoing uh, interest in the topic. Oh, excuse me. The ongoing efforts to privatize organizations leading to investigate these phenomena have reunited public interest in the topic. The MIB, a mysterious group often associated with UFO sightings, continue to be a subject of conspiracy theories and legends, but their existence remains unproven. It is important to approach the topic of UFOs and extraterrestrial life with an open mind, while also maintaining a healthy dose of skepticism. We should strive to seek out and examine evidence objectively and avoid falling prey to sensationalism or unsupported claims. In summary, the question of whenever we are alone in the universe remains unanswered, but continued scientific exploration and investigation may someday provide us with a def definitive answer. Until then, the mystery and intrigue surrounding UFOs and extraterrestrial life will continue to captivate and inspire us. So that's all I had. We're I'm probably gonna draw this out to maybe 42 minutes. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna remember here is it like thir around 38:30? I guess that's the time for this part of the episode that I need to um, start um, putting different music in, which I may I may add the music in tonight. It's, it should not be that hard. So um, what do I gotta say about um, the Men in Black? So I'll tell you what I gotta say. I I have always enjoyed the idea of the Men in Black. I mean, it's it's a very it, it honestly it's terrifying to think that these government agents will just go to your place, shut you up, and leave. It, it kind of spooks me a little bit. Um, personally, that's just me. I don't know how other people feel about that. Um, I'm currently making the description of the new podcast of the 417. I'm actually recording this the night before. Um, I may, I, I'm going to probably just schedule it to release tomorrow. Um, you know, as I usually do, because I'm, I'm, I'm thinking in advance now because I'm actually, I'm, I'm finally, cause now I have a set topic for each episode. I'm finally getting stuff ready for the show. So I'll do it the night before. Excuse me. Uh, chat GTP story. Um, 
I'm also trying to remember where I left all my downloads for the last episode because I guess I'm probably gonna use the same. Um, excuse me, my burps are getting so bad. Probably gonna use the exact same sounds, perhaps. I guess they're in my down. They are in my download. Wow. But I'm gonna be doing this again. I guess we're gonna be listening to the Haunted of Forest for the entirety of the um thing. I hope so. I lo- I really do love the haunty the Haunted of Forest. But um, we'll see what happens. The show's really taken like a, a complete turn of what it once was. The show before honestly was kind of shit. That's the nicest thing I can really say about how the show used to be. Yeah, it was shitty. That that's. I, I cannot say anything nice about it. Episodes from like 1 to 40 were pretty bad. And then we kind of got a little bit better and now we're at where we are now. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm glad I finally found a subject to talk about. For the last... I, the, <laughs> I made 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 episodes called I Was Jump, Waynesburg Graffiti Calls a Revolution, Inner School... Inner school, inner city school kids are dumber than rocks. Braun wanted the boozy fate, but got the attention and said, and business cards work magic, which was kind of like a smaller episode. Then we actually did Bigfoot. And I did Bigfoot because I I had pissed a very important person off in my life. So I did that. And then I was like, alright, I need to I need to talk about something to get my mind off this. And I did I think I did the chat I don't know if I did the chat GTV story on that episode or not. I don't think I did. But you know, I, I finally got my ground together the Jersey De- Devil episode, but um And people seem to like it, so um we're gonna keep this up. I, I really enjoy what I'm doing here. Um let's say this is really the end. So if you guys did enjoy this episode, make sure to share that off like everyone you know. Repost that on your Instagram stories. Repost this on your Snapchat stories. Do whatever you want to really get this show going. There is a poll in the description and I'm gonna pick the the uh, the monsters now. So I'm gonna go to my my cryptid cryptid list. So men in black is done. So I'm gonna do tools um format text strike through mib is done so uh for this week i'm we're gonna do um so we're gonna do gnomes so gnomes what did i have for the last i don't know what i have for the last one um so we're gonna do my new ones are gonna be gnomes flatwoods monster um i mean i need to add goat man to that list too goat man so it's gonna be Gnomes, Flatwoods Monster, Loch Ness, or Yeti. It's going to be, that's exactly what it's going to be. It's going to be, it's going to be Yeti, Gnomes, um, Loch Ness, or Flatwoods Monster. So you guys get to choose. I'm hoping it's going to be Flatwoods. Because there, there was one guy that won one Flatwoods. But the Men in Black outbeat Flatwoods by one vote. So we'll see what happens. Uh, maybe. Maybe Flatwoods would win. I really hope. I do. I, I love Flatwoods Monster. Flatwoods Monster is my favorite. So um, that's that's what it's going to be like. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. As I said, share this with all your friends, friend, family, whatever. And I'll see you guys next week when we discussed... We'll discuss either Yeti, Gnomes, Flatwood Monster, or I forget the last one, 
It's Loch Ness. I'll see you guys next week.